Hello and welcome to the Banged Up Podcast. Week three is upon us, and this is probably the most amount of guys we've had to discuss to date. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the IR section. Kicking it off first, we've got running back for the Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, going through an unfortunate injury. He injured the same knee in 2015 while at Georgia, and this is bad. His previous injury was a torn MCL, PCL, and LCL, which means his knee is already a wreck. No matter how good of a surgery he had or how well he did in rehab, he was still feeling the pain in that knee for sure, even before this re-injury. Multi-ligament surgeries are no joke, especially with an injury as gruesome as that one. Ultimately, he came back from his injury at Georgia and ended up being a dominant force for Cleveland. This time around, however, it looked even worse, and to top it off, this is going to be a staged revision surgery. To begin, most of the time, a multi-ligament injury requiring surgery will be staged. This means some fixes happen sooner rather than later. They heal, and then the other fixes happen later. For instance, the MCL-LCL may be fixed first, aka the first stage. Then after it has healed to a point where it's ready for the next stage, the cruciate ligaments, so your ACL or your PCL, will be fixed after. This would already prolong the recovery time based on injury alone, but unfortunately for Chubb, this will be a revision surgery since he's already went through this once before. I won't get into too much detail, but there are certain factors such as previous bone tunnels and previous implanted hardware that add to the difficulty of this already daunting surgery. In the absolute best case scenario, rehab could be anywhere from 12 to 18 months, assuming no nerve or artery damage occurred, which would extensively delay that timeline. This could very likely be a career-ending injury for Nick Chubb. Best of luck for him going forward as everyone would love to see him back on the field. Lastly, on IR for offense, tight end for the Broncos, Greg Dolchich, is going to see IR time with a hamstring injury, so RIP Dolce de Leche. Over on the defensive side of the ball, unfortunate news for the Dallas Cowboys as cornerback Trevon Diggs goes down with what seems to be an ACL tear after he exited Thursday's practice with that knee injury. The good news is that while he is going to miss the rest of this season, he should be good to start week one of 2024. Texans cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. is going to find himself on IR as he's expected to miss several weeks with a hamstring injury. Pats cornerback Marcus Jones found himself on IR with a torn labrum. He's set to miss extensive time. Cardinals superstar safety Buda Baker is set to miss at least the next four weeks as he recovers from a hamstring injury. CJ Gardner-Johnson could potentially be out for the rest of the year after he suffered a torn pec during practice on Tuesday. And lastly, a total bummer for the Carolina Panthers and a lot of IDP managers out there as Shaq Thompson, linebacker, is out for the rest of the season with a lower leg fracture. Since I am recording this on a Friday afternoon, a lot of the practice information for Friday is not out yet. However, what is out is that quarterbacks Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson will miss week three. Bryce Young is out with an ankle injury that he sustained last week, and Anthony Richardson has yet to clear concussion protocol after he took a big hit running the ball last week. Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow has yet to practice this week with the calf issue that he re-aggravated. If he does play, his mobility will be low, and if you team that up with the lackluster O-line play and the Rams pass rush that has been looking decent the first two weeks, it might not be a good matchup for Joe Burrow. If he plays, there is a higher risk of re-injury, which would cause him to miss a significant amount of time. Play it safe and go with another option this week, regardless of his availability. 
Ravens running back Justice Hill is dealing with a toe issue. He hasn't practiced at all this week. Even if he does play, I don't expect much of a game with Kenyon Drake signing and the Gus bus set to see a vast majority of snaps at running back. Panthers running back Miles Sanders dealing with a pectoral strain. He did get in some limited sessions this week and does have a good shot to play for week three. I would expect the same sort of stat line as last week as he should be active. Lions running back David Montgomery is very likely to miss week three as he's still dealing with the thigh issue that caused him to leave the game in week two. Packers running back Aaron Jones still dealing with a hamstring issue. After being seen back on the field for the first time since his injury, Jones does have a high chance of sitting out just another week. No real rush to get him back ASAP, and the Packers do love being conservative with their stars. Isaiah Pacheco running back for the Kansas City Chiefs was a limited practice after missing to start the week dealing with a hamstring issue. Right now, there's nothing to suggest that he's in danger of missing week three for Sunday. I expect the same sort of stat line that he put up last week. So be prepared to start Isaiah Pacheco. Chargers running back Austin Eckler still dealing with the ankle issue and is expected to miss another week as he hasn't practiced at all since his injury. I believe he'll push for a return next week, but don't be surprised if he does miss because the Chargers do have a week five bye. Saints running back Jamal Williams, a.k.a. the first swag Kaze Kaze, as he likes to call himself, is dealing with a hamstring issue. I would expect to be without Jamal Williams this week as he has yet to practice. Jets running back Brees Hall still carrying that injury designation with the knee. It's business as usual for Brees this week as he continues the same pattern as the last few weeks where he's limited and then full, so we should see him active. Kenny G, Kenneth Gainwell, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, still dealing with a rib issue that caused him to miss the short week last week. Assuming Gainwell is active for Monday Night Football, he's likely downgraded to the backup as Swift finally did what managers have been hoping for. Titans running back Derrick Henry dealing with a toe issue, likely some maintenance and rest for Henry this week as he looks to continue his routine role on Sunday. Ravens wide receiver OBJ did not practice all week with an ankle injury, and even if he does play, the hit to the productivity for a wide receiver with his ankle injury is likely large as we see what D-Hop did last week. Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney likely to be active this week, and I'm sorry if you're in a position where you are forced to start him. Browns wide receiver Amari Cooper, questionable with a groin injury, and it's likely looking like a repeat of last week where he carries the injury designation late into the week and then ultimately ends up playing. I expect the same productivity as last week as he looks to play through the injuries. Lions wide receiver and part-time Pharaoh Amon Ross St. Brown, questionable with a toe issue. He was upgraded to limited after sitting out practice to start the week and is looking likely to play week three. May see a slight decrease in production as he deals with the toe issue, but nothing that would deter me from starting him this week. Packers wide receiver Christian Watson still dealing with a hamstring issue that's kept him out to start off the year. He was downgraded to not practicing on Thursday after being limited on Wednesday. However, head coach Matt LaFleur said this was more of a maintenance thing than a setback. The report hasn't come out yet for Friday's practices, but if he's limited again, there's a good chance he's on the field for week three. However, I would stay away from him until he proves useful. Jags wide receiver Zay Jones, questionable with a knee issue, has yet to practice as of Friday afternoon, so if he's limited and suits up, I do expect a decrease in production and snaps. Chiefs legend Kadarius Toney, dealing with a toe issue. He won't practice Thursday and has yet to practice at all this week, so even if you do like to start Kadarius Toney, I would highly suggest that you look away from him this week. 
Rams rookie Phenom Puka Nakua still dealing with the oblique issue and it's likely going to follow the same week as last week so I expect Puka to be limited the next few days as he looks to continue being a superstar. Raiders wide receiver Jacoby Myers coming back from the concussion protocol was a full participant in practice on Thursday so I expect Jacoby Myers to be active for week three. Speaking of concussions, Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle looks to work his way back from concussion protocol as he has started practicing in some capacity. This gives him a chance to suit up for week three. However, I would still monitor the reports up until game time to see if he does clear. Eagles wide receiver Devonta Smith dealing with a hamstring and thigh issue. He's looking to be limited all week during practice as he gears up to play on Monday night. Right now, nothing scares me about him missing week three unless there's a development over the weekend. And lastly, on offense, Titans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins dealing with the ankle issue. Average maintenance week for D-Hop. He'll play. However, do expect maybe the same stat line as last week. Over on defense, we'll start off with defensive tackle for the commanders, Deron Payne, dealing with a minor ankle injury. He is back to practicing this week, so Payne should be good to go, barring any setbacks this weekend. Ravens edge rusher Adafi Owe left last week after suffering an ankle sprain. He only played 13 snaps and hasn't practiced at all this week. I'm going to fade Owe this week. Even if he does play, I would look for a replacement. Bills edge rusher Leonard Floyd also dealing with an ankle issue. He was upgraded to limited after missing practice to begin the week. He's considered right now day to day, but as long as he keeps trending in the right direction, he should be available this week. My thought is that the production will not be what is usually expected out of Leonard Floyd, although he is more of a boomer bust player. So I would look for another option instead of Leonard Floyd this week. Big Bad Brian Burns, edge rusher for the Carolina Panthers, is set to play week three after being questionable with an ankle injury. Another Panthers edge rusher, Justin Houston, is also likely to play after dealing with a calf issue. Browns edge rusher Zadarius Smith is gaining momentum throughout the week as he's been upgraded to limited. Right now, he is likely to play after dealing with an ankle injury for week three couple of Packers edge rushers will start off with Lucas Van Ness dealing with an elbow issue. He left the game early last week after sustaining the elbow injury. He's limited to start off the week. However, if he does continue to be limited, it's likely he sees playing time. Rashawn Gary dealing with a knee issue. He's been limited all week and should see week three playing time. Jags edge rusher Josh Allen dealing with a shoulder issue and is considered day to day. He's been limited all week and right now is trending in the right direction for playing week three. Joey Bosa, edge rusher for the Chargers, didn't practice last week but still played. I think he follows the same routine and productivity for week three where he's not going to practice. He started off limited, downgraded to did not practice. However, again, I still think he makes an appearance for week three. You can expect the same sort of stat line as last week. Dolphins edge rusher Jalen Phillips still dealing with the back issue that caused him to miss last week after getting injured in practice. He's been limited all week and right now signs do point towards a return to action in week three. However, do be aware of a potential pitch count. Vikings edge rusher Marcus Davenport. I would not touch him if he does play. He's only played four snaps last week before leaving the game. Hasn't practiced at all this week, so I, I don't even expect him to play. However, if he does, I would stay away from him. Jets edge rusher John Franklin Myers. Coach Sala said he is looking good to be available on Sunday. Eagles edge rusher Josh Sweat dealing with a toe issue. He's been limited all week but is trending in the right direction to play on Monday. Harold Landry still coming back from last year's injury. Avoid until he gives you a reason not to. 
Browns linebacker Anthony Walker dealing with a pectoral strain, getting in some limited sessions this week and should be available assuming no setbacks this weekend. Denzel Perryman right now not expected to play after missing all week with a hand injury. Couple of Chiefs linebackers, Nick Bolton dealing with the ankle issue, hasn't played yet this week. I don't expect him to play. And Willie Gay upgraded to limited after missing to begin the week, which is a good sign that he is available for week three as he deals with a quad injury. Chargers linebacker Eric Kendricks still dealing with the hamstring issue. He hasn't practiced all week and will likely miss his second straight game. Jordan Hicks, Vikings linebacker, is dealing with some shin trouble, however, is likely to play this week after logging in limited sessions in practice. Eagles linebacker Zach Cunningham dealing with some rib soreness. He was limited to start out the week, will likely stay that way as they progress through the week as he looks to be available for Monday Night Football. Whole bunch of safeties here, Marcus Williams, Baltimore Ravens dealing with the pectoral injury, Micah Hyde for the Bills dealing with a hamstring issue, and Eddie Jackson for the Chicago Bears dealing with a foot injury. All three are unlikely to play as they have yet to see practice at all this week. Broncos safety Justin Simmons has yet to practice all week with a hip injury. However, given his superstar status, it's possible he could end up playing, although it is very unlikely. I would look for a replacement this week just in case. If Justin Simmons does pop up and is available, I'm not going to blame you for starting him as he is electric when he's on the field. However, please do be aware he hasn't practiced all week yet. Texan safety Jalen Petrie hasn't practiced at all this week. You know the deal. Fade the boy Petrie for now. Eagle safety Reed Blankenship is trending in the right direction to play Monday night after dealing with some rib soreness. Couple of Seahawks safeties here, Jamal Adams. He started off the week as a full participant, however, was downgraded to limited. Same situation as Harold Landry here coming off injury. Avoid until he gives you a reason not to. Julian Love hasn't practiced all week, so I would start to look for a replacement for week three. And lastly, Minka Fitzpatrick dealing with some chest soreness. The limited session puts him on track to play week three after missing practice to start the week. That's all I've got for you for week three. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, make sure you subscribe to the IDP show Substack so you get a ton of great emails about all the IDP goodies and you continue to get this podcast in your email. Follow the boys on Twitter at the IDP show. I'm also over there at underscore Leezy does it. Best of luck to everyone going into their matchups for week three, and I will see you right back here for week four.